everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Tried and Tested podcast. I am your host, Tracy. And if you are not familiar with me, I am a relationship and dating podcast host where we talk about all things that we all go through in this 20th century or are we in the 21st century? I don't even know. Um, but just we talk about everything, whether it's marriage, love, breaking up, getting together, um, family issues, just anything that can occur um, in a relationship or in a situationship in this day and age. Um, so today we have a very special guest. We have my boo, Shalif. Say hey, boo. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay. So thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to um, be a part of this show. Um, so without further ado, the topic that I do have for today is called Can't Leave Him Alone. Mm-hmm. And um, I was... <laughs> I would say that many of us on, uh, who are listening have either been in a situation like this before or we are currently in a situation like this. And it's just, you know, we're dealing with somebody who maybe is not the best for you. They're not the best anything, whether it be financially, mentally, physically. They're just not the person for you, but you cannot leave them alone. So I'm going to get straight into it. Uh, so, Shalise, um, yeah. have you ever been in a situation where you would say that you were dealing with somebody who was no good for you and you could not walk away? Absolutely. For like two years, I was dating this guy. So I think I was like, I was kind of, I'm not going to say I was young, but I was younger. I was like 20, I think I started dating him when I was like 24, maybe 23, up until I was like uh, 25. And when I tell you dude was trash, I mean, like, landfill trash. He, like, <laughs> he not the regular dumpster trash. He's he, the yes, like, landfill trash. But I don't know why I liked him so much. Like, he wasn't nice. He wasn't a nice person. Like, my friends did not like him. But he mm-hmm. was, but I think he was just funny to me. And then maybe because I was bored, like, I don't know, but I could not stop talking to this dude. Like, he did so many, like, messed up things, and I would still be, like, calling him, trying to get him to, like, to act right. Mm, just trying to make yeah. him get it together. Yeah, I don't even know what it was I saw in him. <laughs> like, to be completely honest, I don't yeah. know what it was I saw in him. Like, you know, hindsight I guess yeah. at the time I started dating him. So, okay, I'll say this. I feel like I liked him because he was the first guy that I dated that, like, had his, like, stuff together as mm-hmm. far as, like, financially. And, like, you know, just coming out of college and then you start dating around a little bit. And yeah. he was, like, the first guy I dated that was, like, you know, legit had his his stuff together, like, I mean, legally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, like, he legally had everything together, and I feel like I was, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, this is the type of dude I'm supposed to be with, like, because of yeah. his financial situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that that's really interesting, Um, <laughs> because I feel Girl. like that's, it's a good reason why I would, like, I could say that you could stay, like, that you would want to stay with him, because, um, my situation is a little bit different. Um, of course, there's people that you meet and, you you know, you deal with them and they're no good and you kind of walk away. But then there's people who you meet, like in my case would be my first love, 
where mm-hmm. it's like they have nothing to offer the world and they have nothing to offer me. Yet, there you were. Like, you cannot leave them alone. It's like you know that they're no good for you and you're just still there. So I definitely understand what you're saying. And, like, at least in your situation, like you said, he had something to offer financially. In my situation, girl, girl, he, was, listen, <laughs> he was what? Tracy, was he stingy? He had it, but he was not. He wasn't giving it to me. I was oh, just wow. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. I thought you do was trash. Like, and I was just so stupid. I, I really was just like, I guess bored. I don't know what it was. I really don't. A girl, but that's, I mean, that's a part of it. Like, they're very stingy. Um, if they don't have it, but if they, I mean, if they do have it, you know, they don't want to share. Um, I'll give you an example of what happened. So I was dating, like, so this is my first love. I was just dumb as a doorknob. Um, just didn't make any sense. And I knew, like, I didn't really have that much money. Like, I was fresh out of college, you know, working. And he was my man. So in the beginning of the relationship, like, when he would mention money, like, I'm like, sorry, I need your mom. Like, I can't help you. But then, you know, like, once, you, once they grow on you, you guys are in love. Like, you know, you share your money. Like, if you're buying food, like, you're yes. buying food for both of y'all, you know, that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. and I was doing this in good faith. Like, you know what? When it's time for him to get his money together, like, you know, like, we're good. Like, you know, he's going to do the same for me. Like, that's what I, the process I thought about. Mm-hmm. And so I don't remember what happened. But one day, like, he had got a check for, like, $500 and, like, $50, right? And I lied to you not. This man took that check that was $550, and he bought a pair of Prada shoes that was, like, $549. And I was like, that must be, like, I was confused because I'm thinking, like, somebody, you don't have money, clearly, like, you're broke, right? You're just right. you're broke, and it's like, you would think that, okay, my girl been holding me down, like, she's doing this right. for me, she's doing that for me. Right, but then it shows you what kind of people are selfish and they're useless. Mm-hmm. You went and you don't got nowhere to live. You don't have no regular anything, and you went and bought a pair of five hundred and something dollars. Mind you, they were just regular oh, black sneakers to me, so they didn't even look like they were Prada sneakers. Like you would have to lift your foot up and show people oh, <laughs> that it said Prada on it. And I was like, that is that's somebody that is honestly like you are broke in the mind, body, and spirit. Like, never going to have nothing with that mindset. Right. Like, who does that? Girl, right. You're so materialistic. That... You broke and materialistic? Mm-mm. <laughs> Got the nerd. <laughs> so and they was all black. Like, at least make them a color that people can recognize, like, those are fathers. <laughs> and I remember, like, he was arguing with somebody one time. He said, oh, do you know how much he costs? And it's just like, bro, like, look at you. You, you are a mess. But anyway, back to you. So that was one of the examples where I knew that the man I was with was no good, this man that I could not leave alone. What about you? Like, what was the turning point when you realized, like, what was something that happened that you're like, nah, this man is trash, like, basura. That's it. (laughs) It was so many. It was so many. So do tell. Do tell. Yeah, okay. So, one, he was cheating on me. And, and, okay, let me take that back because I was so stupid that – I can't even say the man was cheating on me because you know, okay, men will string like, well, you will allow how you allow a man to string you on, like, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship, but like, oh. yeah. So he will always be like, oh, you know, I, you know, I want to be with you, but right now, just I got a lot of stuff going on, and just like stringing me on. 
And okay. I'm just here, like, so he was dating somebody else at the same time, like, for the same amount of time. Like, the whole two years, he was juggling both of us, right? Mm. So that's you don't know him? No, 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 no. It's not the one? Okay, okay, that's my uh-huh. No, he's just, like, some Charlotte dude. So, okay, not the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um... The my final straw though I remember or at least I'm not even gonna say it was my final straw. This is when I was like okay, I, it started really like distancing myself, but I was still kind of talking to him after it, but like moving on. So it was my birthday, and typically I would like you know plan stuff with my girlfriends, like my best friend of mine, or you know we would have stuff planned. And she was saying that she wanted to do something, but he was like, oh, no, uh, we're going to – I got you. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. So I decided that I was like, okay, well, I'm going to see what he has planned because, you know, like, this is my dude or whatever. I'm going to see what he's trying to do. So my birthday comes, and it's a weekend, and he ends up having to work. So his daughter, she was like – his daughter was like five at the time. And, um, girl, he done, he brought his daughter over to my, to my place, like, can you just watch her during the day? And then when I get off of work, then we'll go out and, you know, do all the things that, you know, for your birthday. Mm-hmm. So I get his daughter, take her to go get her nails done and stuff. Like, we make, I make a little day of it with his daughter. She gets off of work, picks us up. And we literally go to his friend's house, girl, his friend's house. And I'm, I'm <laughs> like, mad, mad, like, living, living. Because I yes. take my birthday, like, if anybody, like, my birthdays are serious. Like, I be, like, in the gold places. Like, I like to mm-hmm. do, like, my birthday is serious. So we sit in there, and um, his his friends was kind of like, oh, happy birthday, whatever. But I'm saying, like, this not even my friends. Like, I don't even <laughs>
he kept his second child a secret. I found out about the baby like two months or something afterwards, maybe two or three months afterwards, and he finally told me the truth. And I that still he was a child. that oh, he wow. had a child. The baby was was there. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So then, also, what kind of what kind of thing did he do to keep you hooked? Like, obviously, you get mad, and you know. So it's kind of, we're trying to figure out like these men we can't leave alone. So like, what was he doing that it was just like, okay, you know what? I'm a still because your friends are nice. You know, like if you're saying he's a nice person, he's funny. You have friends who are funny. So what was he doing in particular that you felt like was keeping you hooked to him? Girl. I would say the sex was good. Okay. But. That wasn't it? But. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to figure it out. I, I would say the sex was good, but I can't really, I, I can't say that the sex was, like, out of this world. Like. So you're not sure why then? I, girl, I don't, I really don't know why I okay this is what it comes down to it had nothing to do with him it's okay. not anything he was doing that was keeping me around it was everything about myself and my insecurities at the time and just where I was like mentally like all the stuff that he was doing had nothing to do with the reason why I was still like attached attaching myself to him because he didn't do anything for me to attach yeah. myself to him. It was yeah. me in my own mind just, like, feeling inadequate, I guess. Like, not feeling like I deserve to be with somebody that would treat me right or do, you know, better. I just, I, at the time, I just didn't get it. Because, okay, yeah. say, I even start, so, you know, I've been in a relationship now for, um, like, seven years. And the first date that I went on with um, my man now was when I mm-hmm. was actually dating this loser. Mm-hmm. And when I met my man and we went on a date, I literally was like, oh, he's cool, but he's just way too nice. He's too sweet. I, I thought it was weird. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I stopped. So I think at the time the only reason that I was still hanging on to that dude was because – of my insecurities and just like, and me feeling inadequate about myself, and then yeah, yeah, attaching myself to somebody else who was gonna also like make me feel the way that was gonna mirror the way that I felt about myself. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, no, it does. It definitely does. And you know what's interesting about it is that at the time, the same thing like you said, like you don't realize what your mental status is um, Mm -hmm. because I know like for me, like I had friends like at the time where this particular relationship that I'm talking about, it strained my relationships with my best friends, right? Mm -hmm. Because they felt like, you know, like you must not love yourself. You don't have any self-respect. Like, you know, they were just, some of them are extremely harsh and like um, it really, it ended friendships. But the reality of it is when you look back on it, it's like you don't know how to love yourself you don't right. know what to expect out of love because essentially if you're letting somebody exactly. treat you like, you know, the bottom of the dirt on your shoe, then obviously mm-hmm. there's something wrong there. And, of course, yeah, there's soul ties and things like that that connect you to somebody. Because for me, at a point, I was like, dang, like, I don't like this man. I don't think this man likes me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to marry him. Like, I'm still here. And 
at a point, it did get to become a game for me. Like, I don't want to lose. Obviously, mm-hmm. he done cheated on me. And, yes. like, all these people who I don't know are talking about me. People who have no idea who I am. And, of course, because he's, like, trash, they're going to assume, well, he's dating you, so you're trash. And that wasn't the case. Like, we just are day and night. It just happens that I moved to a new city. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any friends. And that's one of the first people I met as a friend. And I like to be social. So Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that, you know, we were so different and that it would look like that to other people, that they must be similar because we weren't. Like, we were like day and night. But, yeah. So what about you? Like, did your friends have anything to say? I know you said they didn't like him. But, like, what what did that do to your friendships when you can't leave someone who's no good alone? So... I, um, at the time, I kind of, I was just distancing myself from everyone. And I think, too, mm. that um, it wasn't, I feel like it was definitely me putting myself, like, in a position where I didn't want to, I just was isolating myself from everyone except for him. And not that he was, like, pushing me to do that. But, again, I think it was just my mental state, maybe, like, I don't want to say depression because I don't feel like I was depressed at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could have been. I don't I don't know. But at the time, I just was not, like, into yeah, my like, friends thanks. as much as I, as I was prior to meeting him. Like, prior to meeting him, like, I was out with my girlfriends all the time. And then mm. when I was with him, it was just, like, everything was about him. Yeah, and that happens. Whether it's not even, like, depression-wise, a lot of women, sometimes your relationship becomes your life, and then you look like a whole right. dummy because you right. are running after them like a lap dog. Yeah, but I've seen it. I've done it before. I've seen people do that before. It's not normal. It's not good, but it happens a lot because you just don't know. Like, you don't know how to be in a relationship. Like, you don't know what your identity is. But oftentimes, exactly. Yeah, but oftentimes it's men like don't do that. <laughs> like you're you're going into their have, world. Yeah, yes, they keep their friends. Yeah, something like women, yeah. we attach ourselves to like a man's identity. Like mm-hmm. they whatever sports team they like, like that's what we watching. Like all of yeah. things that they're into, like we get engulfed in and forget about the things that we enjoy and like you know just mm-hmm. abandon all the things that about ourselves. That's right, girl. That's right. All right, so what would you say finally made you walk away? Like, what was the final straw that you was like, all right, I'm out, I got to go, and you actually mm. left, like, not the fake one? Girl, okay, so I told you about the situation with um his, on my birthday, my 25th birthday. So after okay. that, I just started dating around, and okay. once I started dating, I I got to a point where um, I was just like, I just I just didn't care anymore. I just didn't care. So I was sitting there thinking to myself, you know what, Aaron, my boyfriend, uh, the the or my man now, is like, you know, he was so nice to me, you know. And I was thinking like, how much of a nice guy he was. So I literally I called him one day. Um, it was like Super Bowl. The mm-hmm. you remember when Beyonce performed and the lights went out. So um, I called him that day, and he was at the bar. I went up there with him and his friends, and ever since that day, I haven't um, messed with old boy, like, ever since that day I reached out to Aaron. Okay, so you just found something better, and it was just like, 
it yeah, was also I, the end of the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's done. It, it yeah. kind of just, the, I wouldn't say, like, after that situation with the um, the birthday, like, that was when I kind of, it, it was, it just wind down, honestly. It yeah. was just like, yeah. Okay. So after you finally walked away, and like I said, I've been, like, I think I've been in a similar situation where it's just kind of like, you, you, there's nothing you had left. You were just kind of waiting to, like, for something to happen and just kind of just mm-hmm. be out. So I feel like exactly. that's exactly. So after that, though, did you ever want him back? Did you ever think about him? Did you ever want to kind of revisit the situation? Or did you think that when you walked away, you had given it all you could give? Girl, hell no. When I walked away, <laughs> <laughs> hell to the no. I walked away, and my man is, like, the most affectionate, like, he listens to, to me, like, he supports me, like, everything. I, I, I say, like, that situation, I feel like I had to go through in order to mm-hmm. recognize, like, what it's supposed to feel like when you are actually, like, loved by someone or, like, mm. you know, and somebody that really cares, like, yeah, because that was some trash. And then, Girl, who you telling Right? Who are you telling? It just made me really uh, appreciate uh, a man that's, you know, really there for you and really cares. Okay, okay. So what advice would you have before we wrap this up to people who are in situations where they can't leave a man alone? Oh. Yeah. To bring them out, to bring them out safely and quickly without wasting any more time. What would you say? Um, just, just think about what you want, what you want in life. If you don't see yourself with this person, because I will say that the do just my my experience mm-hmm. where. I was just attached to bro for, like, no really good reason. I knew that I did not want to be with him, like, long-term. I couldn't see myself marrying him or anything. It was just, like, if you know, just leave it alone because anything could have happened in that situation. I could have got pregnant. I could have, like, girl, and then been tied to that man for a long time. So, yeah, just, just think about your future, like, what you want. Out of life and focus on yourself. Like focus on why you were, why you're allowing someone to treat you that way, gotcha. and fix it. All right. Well, thank you, thank you so much for your insight, Felice. This um, topic was really interesting for me uh, to hear about and to talk about. So, before you go though, um, where can they reach you? I know you have a business page and you have your regular page, so. Talk about that briefly. Um, our time is up. <laughs> but okay. let them know. Let them know where they can find you, bro, and where they can find your business. Okay. So um, I create and sell herbal preparations. So that's um, tea, that's herbal smoke, that's elderberry syrup, um, and uh, like instant teas or infused honeys. And you can find me at on Instagram at sip underscore tea shop. Okay. So that's sip underscore tea shop. All right. Yep. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, honey. Thank you so much. To thank my you. listeners, <laughs> to my <laughs> listeners, I thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. And until next time, you guys have a good one. <laughs>